Hi, I'm Sonia, a handbag, accessories and outer garment enthusiast from a secret inner sanctum back in Outer Mongolia. Tonight's broadcast emanates from a fifth floor address but a fourth floor room in one of London's most exclusive... Oh, I've said too much. Take it away, Mr. Showbiz. Hi, hello and how are you? My name is Sid Griffin. You're riffing with Griffin here on the final podcast of 2016. It's been a year of great bereavements, as we all know, starting last January, I guess, and uh, continuing on throughout the year. One major pop star or rock figure or hip-hop figure or cultural figure after another has departed the landscape. So we're going to not do our usual Christmas show here on the Sid Podcast, but we're going to do something uh, called Friendship and Loss. Yeah, I'm afraid so. Friendship and Loss is the theme of tonight's show. I want to start off with a song that um, I know the late Billy Miller would love. You say, Sid, who's Billy Miller? Billy Miller was a New Yorker who ran uh, Norton Records, N-O-R-T-O-N Records, Norton Records. Look them up. Rather than me tell you how great they were at their reissues, look up Norton Records. They were just the most dedicated label in New York for rock and roll, esoteria and rockabilly and R&B oddities. He put his life, his heart, his soul, his savings into it with his lovely partner, Miriam Lina. Uh, Billy left us just about six weeks ago when I was in New York with the Long Riders, just about that time was, was when he went, and I couldn't get in touch with him. I didn't know he was that close to the end, I must confess. But anyway, starting off on such a sad note, such a bittersweet note, and I say bittersweet because it was great to have known Billy Miller. It was great to have known Billy Miller. A real influence on my life. This is a song I know for a fact that Billy loved. This is from way back in about 61. And the Beach Boys recorded it on their first album in 62. They were a Surf and Safari LP. This is a song Billy loved so much. Hey, brother, this is for you. This is Moondog by The Gamblers.
That's Moondog by the Gamblers. That's for you, Billy Miller. Moving right along, a guy that Billy Miller knew, he's an East Coast guy from New York City, but a guy on the West Coast that we knew and know and loved, or knew and loved, I had it right the first time, was the late, great Don Waller, freelance writer. Many of you, he had over 400 bylines in the, New York, in the uh, Los Angeles Times, excuse me, and he had many bylines in radio and records. He did wonderful, wonderful liner notes for Rhino Records. Uh, the, uh, Little Richard's greatest hits on Rhino. I don't know if that's what it was called, but he did a Little Richard anthology, single CD anthology for Rhino Records. It had some of the best liner notes I've ever read in my life, and maybe the best. He also wrote a wonderful book on Motown Records, the Motown story around 1985. Don Waller also wrote liner notes for, oh, I can't remember the, I don't have my vinyl here, folks for a 60s compilation when Gary Stewart put out that 10 LP back in the vinyl days around 1984, refer, uh, referencing 1960s West Coast garage bands. Uh, Don Waller was just a great guy and a great writer, and he said, you know, all the time. I mean, he said, you know, all the time. He said it out of the side of his mouth all the time, like a B-movie detective, you know? Sid, you know? He said it all the time, you know? But he was a great guy. He's no longer with us. He died about... late November, just a couple of weeks after Billy Miller. Another beautiful record old R&B fanatic. He was a big Stooges fanatic, big Iggy kind of guy. Anyway, this is by Otis Williams and the Charms, another oldie, another one I know that my fallen comrade loved. Don Waller, this is for you. This is Otis Williams and the Charms doing a favorite of yours, Hearts of Stone. Hearts made of stone will never break me for the love you have of them. They just want to Stop you just the same. 
Otis Williams and the Charms, not to be confused with the Southside Johnny and the Asbury Juke song of the same title. Right. Otis Redding's no longer with us, and he hadn't been for quite some time. He died in December 1967. However, my dear friend, Mr. Bill Bentley, who's worked for Bugs Bunny at Warner Brothers. He's worked for Neil Young. He's been the uh, head honcho over at Vanguard Records. I'm bragging on you, Bill. He's one of the finest Texans I've ever met in my life. Bill Bentley and I are big Otis Redding fans. And he got me, uh, I was going to try and and get some ink on this marvelous box set he sent me, Otis Redding, live at the Whiskey A Go-Go. The complete recordings, six CDs of the three shows of the, of the six shows of the three nights that Otis Redding and his fine band did in April 1966 at the Whiskey A Go-Go. Bill Bentley produced it, wrote fantastic liner notes. I noticed the co-producer of this re-release is Mason Williams, which of course would be the Mason Williams, the guitar player that did Classical Gas, the big hit single in 1968. And that has to be that Mason Williams because Bill would have worked with him at, at Bugs Bunny at Warner Brothers out in Burbank, California. Anyway, six Otis Redding's uh, uh, sets... The the uh, sharp-eared record collector out there will note that there was a vinyl Otis Redding Live at the Whiskey Go-Go that I wore my copy out, and I took the LP cover in 1980 and took the vinyl out and stuck the LP cover on the outside of my Vox Super Beetle amp when my old band, The Unclaimed, played the Whiskey Go-Go the very first time. So uh, I was just so touched that I was on the same stage that Otis Redding had played back in the Sunset Strip days of 66, Mind you, I wasn't there till 14 years later, but hey, I made it. And then there was a second vinyl from the Whiskey A Go-Go that came out, and it was also on CD. But this is the whole enchilada. Friday, April 8th, 1966. Saturday, April 9th, 1966. Sunday, April 10th, 1966. Both, all six shows. Um, I guess my only complaint, there's a, there's a poster that folds out a booklet. There's a poster that's it's fabulous. My only, not complaint, but my only kind of weird thing is... They do I Can't Get No Satisfaction, one by the Stones. He covered it, right? And he had a good good run with it, Otis did. But they do it one, two, three, four, five, six. They do it six times. I guess they do it seven times across six CDs. And that's a lot of versions of, of I Can't Get No Satisfaction. Anyway, I'm a huge, and I mean huge, Otis Redding fan. I had every single LP. I had most of the singles. I had the uh, rare vinyl single of Otis's of You Don't Miss Your Water Till the Well Runs Dry that came out in the late 70s. That's a long story for another time. Anyway, this is from CD4 of the Live at the Whiskey Go-Go box set. This is Otis Redding to his immortal These Arms of Mine. These Arms of Mine. Lonely and fielding do these arms of mine, they yearning, yearning from wanting you, and if you would let them. Oh, 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 you man Oh, how grateful I will be These arms of mine They 
section is slightly out of tune and it sounds great that's the great Otis Redding doing These Arms of Mine one of his finest ballads I remember I was walking through the Starwood in Hollywood California 1981 and there was a four-piece band on stage they didn't have keyboardist Gene Taylor yet and this four-piece band finished a kind of a rockabilly number and I didn't hear enough of the number to decide if they were any good or not yet and their singer a guy named Phil Alvin went to the front of the stage and took the mic and went these boom the band hit Arms, boom, the band hit again. Of, boom, the band hit a third time. Man. I thought, oh my God, they're doing a Otis Redding song. And that was the moment I fell in love with the wonderful band, The Blasters. Hey, not bad, huh? And I think what I was doing at the Starwood was seeing somebody else, oddly enough. I used to play the Starwood with The Unclaimed, who I mentioned uh, earlier. This is a song The Unclaimed used to do that The Bangles did as well. It's on the new Bangles compilation of Ladies and Gentlemen, The Bangles, their early garage rock stuff before The Bangles started having hits with Walk Like an Egyptian and Manic Monday and so on and so forth. This is a song from 1966 that Warren Zevon wrote for the uh, White Whale label. The, 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 the Turtles were on White Whale, one of the worst record label names ever. And uh, he was in Liam and Sybil, or maybe Sibel, but I think it's Sybil. And uh, Warren Zevon was working for Phil Everly. He was a jobbing songwriter. He wrote this fantastic garage rocker that, as I said, my old band, The Unclaimed, and of course the Bengals did. And this is the version. This is the Turtles pounding through it in uh, late 1966. The Turtles doing Zevon's fabulous outside chants. You can try to please me Stop. 
Side Chance by the Turtles, 12 strings to the four. I played 12 string on the, on the Unclaimed Immortal version. Sid, we don't care. Well, I do. This is Sid Griffin doing the Sid Griffin podcast, of course, uh, on Radio Free Squid. This is called Friendship and Loss. It's an end of the 2016 year kind of retrospective and look back at a catch-all. I just couldn't bear to do another Christmas show. I'll pr- do another Christmas show next year. Uh, this is somebody I discovered earlier this year from the aforementioned Don Waller, my friend, the late Don Waller. Eddie Bowe started off in New Orleans doing these R&B things. He did Check Mr. Popeye, which, for those of you that are paying attention, was a song Southside Johnny and the Asbury Jukes did on their second album, something like that. And they did in their live show for eons back in the late 70s. And I... Uh, and then really put two and two together. And Eddie Bowie, these early R&B hits in the 50s, and was a fabulous guy. He was kind of an early rival of, of uh, Little Richard. As I said, Popeye, check Mr. Popeye was a hit around 61. And like Escarita, he was a, um, an influence on Little Richard. Said He had the first kind of version of Slippin' and Sliding, which Richard took into the charts. This is a, when he turned to funk. You know, the, the, the R&B wellspring back in... New Orleans kind of dried up. It didn't kind of dry up, but dried up. After sort of working in a coal mine for Lee Dorsey, it got kind of cold there. The psychedelic years were not good to Alan Toussaint and Cosmo and all the guys down in New Orleans. And they, the, when they turned to sort of a Southern funk thing, they got it back together. Well, this is an Eddie Bowe Southern funk thing. Number 13 Billboard R&B charts back in 1969. It was number 73 on the pop charts. Um... By the early 1970s, Eddie Bowe would work less frequently in music. He died about March 2009. Uh, and oddly enough, talking about magic and friendship and loss and bereavements, Eddie, Eddie Bowe was cremated by a woman who said she was his sister. Later, the family in New Orleans was properly contacted, and uh, they said he didn't have a sister by that name. So God knows who got the rights to cremate his body. Anyway, the the drumming is by the great James Black, a New Orleans native, and I've always loved his drumming. This is Hook and uh, Sting from Eddie Bowe. He is just Hook and Sling from Eddie Bowe. He's just the greatest, and uh, I wish he was still with us. Take it away, Eddie.
just too funky in here. I, I love that. I should have come in a little earlier right there, ladies and gentlemen, but I was really enjoying listening to that. Now, here's a guy who's still with us, and I saw him play about... In October, I saw him play with my friend Stephen Gatos of Variety Magazine. He was here in London. And he said, you won't believe who's playing. I said, I haven't seen him play in, uh, God, 12, 13, 14 years. I'd seen him play a bunch. But he said, we got to go. Jeff Beck's the opening act. How hot do you have to be that Jeff Beck, the legendary guitar player, is your opening act? One of the greatest co-builds I've ever seen in my life. The headliner was nobody less than the great Van Morrison. Now, what I'm going to play here is Van has a famous live album from 1973 called It's Too Late to Stop Now. And they recorded several concerts to make that two LP set. And of course, now that it's a legacy time for the baby boomers years, they're putting out all these things of that nature. For instance, the Otis Redding had two LPs out live at the Whiskey Go-Go. Well, now is the time to put out a box set of Otis Redding live at the Whiskey Go-Go because the baby boomers are getting older and in 10 years, 15 years. A lot of them won't be here and they won't be as much sales for something like that because this audience is, I hate to say it, dying. As we all will one day, happily enough. Anyway, this is Van Morrison. It's called It's Too Late to Stop Now, Volumes 2, 3, 4, and a DVD. So, there's a, a lot of uh, unreleased stuff. When you, You're talking about uh, 45 unreleased songs and then nine more unreleased performances on a DVD. This is something of Vans I've always loved. It's live from the Santa Monica Civic Auditorium in my old beloved hometown of Los Angeles, California. Recorded on June 29th, 1973. I think it's better than the studio cut, which was released on that reissue uh, LP of Vans called, uh, not a reissue, a compilation where they put out uh, unreleased stuff of Vans called Philosopher's Child around 1998. This is a, a live version of a, of a song called There, There, Child on, from Philosopher's Stone. But I like this much better. It's Van the Man. It's live. What else do you need to know? There, There, Child.
I was playing this record, this record of their their child in the car coming back from a coal porter's gig. C-O-A-L, like a chunk of coal. And Krenza Peacock, our wonderful fiddler. Oh, they're applauding me. Oh, they're applauding Van. And Krenza Peacock, our wonderful fiddler in the coal porters, was saying, oh my gosh, he's got a live string section back then. And I said, yes, Van Morrison had a live string section of, you know, viola, uh, fiddle, cella, that kind of thing, when they had this Caledonia Soul Orchestra back in the early 1970s. This is way before ELO went out with a live string section. And they just, what a, what a band, what a great, great band. I want to send that one out to Bill Levinson, who used to work there at... Uh, at uh, Polygram in, in New York City. He was always a big, big Van guy. And he's the guy that put together the Philosopher's Child unreleased cut collection. And I'll bet Bill Levinson was jolly happy to see It's Too Late to Stop Now, Volumes 2, 3, 4, and DVD, as, as happy as I was when it came out. Next song, let's talk about 2016. I was talking about friendship and loss is the theme of this show. Uh, I had three gigs in Italy in October. And the biggest gig of the three, Sid Griffin solo gigs, folks, the biggest gig of the three pulled out like eight, nine days before this mini tour started. So I had to throw together a gig because I'd already bought the plane ticket. All right. So my friend Edward Abbiati of the wonderful uh, Italian band Lowlands, Edward Abbiati got together. He works with Chris Kakavas of Green on Red a lot. And Edward uh, got together a, a, a kind of a pickup gig where I would open for this blues band. So I went to, I think it was Bergamo, I think the gig was. So we drive to do this gig in Bergamo, Italy, from his, from Edward's home near, uh, oh, it was about an hour and a, an hour and 45 minute drive from, from Edward, the Abbiati home. And we go to uh, do this uh, gig, and I'm opening for, for this blues band, Danny Frankie band, Italian guys. They're, they're young Italian guys. So I got there, and I thought, I, I hate saying this out loud, but I didn't think they'd be much. They were great. Trio. Young Italian guys, nobody looked over than early 30s. I just loved them so much. They gave me their CD. We bonded. I wish I'd have stayed around and jammed with them, but they have their own following. And the people there wanted to see Danny's band play. They didn't want to see Sid Griffin mess with them. So this is Danny, the Danny Frankie band from their album, I Believe. It's an Italian release. It has no barcode, meaning it's going to be difficult to find. But I'll spell his name, D-A-N-Y. Yes, there's only one N in it. Frankie, F-R-A-N-C-H-I, the Danny Frankie Band. I believe, I'm sure you can find it on social media somewhere. Give Danny a shout. This is Danny and his Italian brethren doing a great track called You Keep Me Guessing. You keep me guessing and I don't know which way to go. Stay with me all the time You 
keep me guessing Cause I don't know what you say Hug me and kiss me How we walk away I spill my guts And I cry the blues Now the rest is up to you You keep me guessing Cause I don't know what you say good record it's called i believe and i believe you need a copy next up is a guy that knows his blues in fact this is a song of his uh actually it's a song called north coast blues i believe it's one of peter's songs one of the uh great joys of living in la for almost 15 years from 77 to 92 as i met so many amazing amazingly talented people not just the guys and gals in the paisley underground like the bangles or green on red or dream syndicate rain parade but Dwight Yoakam was around my neighborhood. John Doe and uh, Exine Cervenka of X were about two blocks away. Uh, Matt Grenning, who did The Simpsons, was, was not terribly far away at all. And so on and so forth. A lot of talented people in that neighborhood. It's a great time to be young and dumb, which I was, both. So this is uh, Peter Case at a wonderful band called The Plimsolls, who I just idolized. And then he, when he broke off to do a solo thing, I was initially skeptical and bummed that there was no more Plimsolls. His first solo album was from uh, 1986 called Peter Case. It's been reissued now with eight, no, I tell a lie, seven extra tracks. It was produced by the great T-Bone Burnett. It's got uh, Roger McGuinn on it, so what else do you need to know? And this is an acoustic extra track that came with the reissue, so it's kind of a little different thing. But this is my dear a buddy, who I have all the respect in the world for, Peter Case, doing a song off the reissue of his eponymously titled First Solo Album. This is Peter Case doing North Coast Blues. The sun rose on the stockyard walls like it's done a thousand times before. The priest came in to talk about mercy The sergeant leaned by the door I couldn't get to sleep last night With the roar from the stadium They said if I would have kept myself out of trouble They'd let me go before the winter times come 
page off the calendar That's about as good as it gets There's something here that I'm supposed to do They told me what it is, yeah The kindness is a sleight of hand One gives while the other takes And if you fall before your time is up You'll say it's just your lucky breaks Coast. I came north to find a better life Said goodbye to my only son I spent the last night with my wife All I got is what I started with Even that I'm gonna lose So if you care, I wish you'd say a prayer And hope you never get these North Coast blues Peter uses a C tuning. Yeah, C is in California tuning. So that's why that sounds kind of wild. Kind of sounds like acoustic Jimmy Page playing on some of those Led Zeppelin early albums. Anyway, um, that's Peter Case doing North Coast Blues. Moving right along, got a little story for you. 2016, I'm the theme of friendship and loss. Here's a loss. Uh, I was groomed, I can now be told since it's fallen apart. I was groomed for about six months to be a DJ on Sirius XM. I was going to be on the Tom Petty channel and I was going to have my own show and they were going to give me X amount of hours a week that I had to fill up with primarily, although not exclusively, Tom Petty music. You could also play songs that Tom Petty liked and songs that were influential in Tom Petty's career, perhaps something by the aforementioned Roger McGuinn. So it fell apart. Now, for those of you who don't know Sirius XM, that's in America and around the globe, I'm sure by now, that you can download, that you pay a fee and on your computer or in your car, you can hear, they have over 60 channels, as I recall. They have a Bluegrass channel. They have a Bruce Springsteen channel that I was just on in November when I was in New York with the Longriders. I was on it being interviewed by the great Dave Marsh, who's now my big buddy. And, uh, you know, they've got a Bob Dylan channel. And they've got an Outlaw Country channel with Mojo Nixon and Jeremy Tepper and all these guys who are interested in the Long Riders reunion that we did. And I was going to have a show on the Tom Petty channel. And they sent me an ex uber expensive laptop and an uber expensive microphone and this outboard gear. And the important part of this story is they sent me every single thing that Tom Petty did. Now, they didn't send me the singles, but they sent me all the CDs, including collections. So you've got about four versions of American Girl. The live albums, the vinyl-only releases, the solo albums by Mike Campbell, the one solo album by my uh, old neighborhood buddy of, in L.A., Ben Montench. They're a great keyboardist. And I got familiar with all this stuff, did some test shows. Everything was great. And then they had a shake-up at Sirius, 
and they didn't want people doing shows out of their house anymore. They want them to come into the office in LA and New York and do the shows from there. They don't want people doing shows out of their house anymore, much less some guy in London, England doing it. So that was that. So the upside of that story is, besides I don't have a job, the upside of that story is uh, I've got all these Tom Petty albums now, and there's about 10 or 12 of them I wasn't familiar with. I was familiar with about half or two-thirds of a studio catalog. But Jeff Lynne and he did an album that came out around 2006 called Highway Companion. There's a Kraken song on there. We're going to play it for you now on the Sid Griffin Podcast. And this is called uh, Flirting With Time off that album. What did I just say? Highway Companion. Tom Petty, you've never flirted with time. You've made great use of it. Check the first line of this song. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Tom Petty solo. that I would be the DJ, he told Mark Felsett of Sirius XM, find Sid Griffin, he'd be a great DJ for my show. 
So, Tom Petty, I thank you. That was very kind of you to say. Uh, this next song is by a friend of Tom Petty's called Bob Dylan. Now, Bob Dylan got the Nobel Prize for Literature, as we know. And the reason he's on this show, this Friendship and Law show I've got going here, is because Bob Dylan got to be on the... Uh, because he got the Nobel Literature Prize and didn't want to go to Stockholm, blah, blah, blah. Like when the Basement Tapes box set came out, Dylan wanted to do any interviews. So I did some Dylan interviews for him. Crazy, but it's true. So he didn't want to go talk about this uh, Nobel Prize for Literature. So twice, count them. One, two, two different times. I was on BBC TV. Yes, folks, television. Talking about Bob Dylan and... Uh, whether or not I thought he deserved the Nobel Prize for Literature and how I could justify that he, that he deserved it in my eyes as he did. And so I was thrilled. I mean, I guess I'm at an age where I, it doesn't matter what I say much. I can't embarrass myself. So I got to admit, I was thrilled to be on national TV, the BBC twice, yakking about Bob Dylan. You don't believe me, I'm on YouTube. Uh, this would be what? would it be October, I guess it was, or September, something like that. And I was on and yakking about, uh, once I was on World Service and once I was on the regular old uh, news channel. So I, I think Dylan is uh, worthy of it. And uh, perhaps contradicting myself a little bit, I'm going to play a song of Bob's that he didn't write. Now, this is from his most recent album, the 2016 release, Fallen Angels. It's one of those schmaltzy albums that he's, one of the two schmaltzy albums he's put out of, of the Great American Songbook. And uh, I really love it. It's the first song off of this album, Fallen Angels. It's Bob, as we'll remember Bob, perhaps. Or as maybe we won't remember Bob. You tell me. But it's him doing the American classic, Young at Heart. Fairy tales can't come true. It can happen to you. If you're young at heart For it's hard you will find To be narrow of mind If you're young at heart You can go to extremes With impossible schemes You can laugh when your dreams Fall apart at the seams and life gets more exciting with each passing day And love is either in your heart or on its way Don't you know that it's worth every treasure on earth To be young and hard For as rich as you are, it's much better by far to be young at heart And if you should survive To a hundred and five Look at all you'll derive Out of being alive And here is the best part You have a head start If you are among the very young at heart If you should survive to a hundred and five Look at all 
soul you'll derive out of being alive. And here is the best part: you have a head start if you are among the very young at heart. Incredibly romantic. Mind hearing Frank Sinatra sing that backing track. Dylan's the producer, Jack Frost, of his last few records. If you're wondering who Jack Frost is, it's Bob Dylan. And he's done one great thing as a producer. Besides, his mixes are state-of-the-art sonically, and there's stereo spatial separation, but his mixes are to the level of instrumentation of mixes of the 1940s. And he's done a brilliant job. An absolutely brilliant job. That's why none of the solos are so in your face as they are now. He's imitating the mixes, the sound of those old vinyl vinyl 78 RPM records. And uh, the other thing I like about those two Dylan records of the the Americana songbook, there's no piano. He's relying on pedal steel, snare with brushes, muted guitars to get his point across. He does not use any piano. A a brilliant musical uh, production move. Anyway, last song of, of 2016's final show, Friendship and Loss. I've got a dear friend in Newcastle-upon-Time named Ian Thompson. Ian Thompson and I go way back to about 1989. He was in the very, very, very first lineup of the Cole Porters we had back in Los Angeles when we were an electric band. Although he's a Geordie, he was living over in, in L.A. at the time. He's now back in his native Newcastle, where he very happily plays the bass guitar for the wonderful band Lindisfarne. Now, his uh, dear friend in Lindisfarne is Dave Hull-Denham, and I love Dave, too. He's a good man. And Dave Hull-Denham, as his name might suggest, is uh, married into the late Alan Hull's family. The late Alan Hull, for those Americans listening, was the leader of Lindisfarne for many, many years and wrote most of their material. Not all of it, but uh, he wrote most of their material. And uh, he, he died unexpectedly about... 20 years ago, and I only saw Lindisfarne play with Alan Hull a couple of times, and now they go out with the great Rod Clemens, who was in Lindisfarne's original lineup. He's leading the pack, but there is an element of we do miss Alan, let's face it. Anyway, there were quarter-inch tapes found unexpectedly in Alan's things when they were cleaning out an attic or something like that. And so Dave Hull Denham and Ian Thompson, two members of Lindisfarne, tried to clean up the tapes to re release, or not re-release, but re-release for the first time, these Alan Hull demos, and they just sonically not there, so they put them on a digital thing as best, they digitized them, I think is the verb I want, they digitized them, and they went and recorded brand new versions of these unheard Alan Hull songs from 67 to about 1970. They put out an album called the Alan Hull Songbook, it's called, by the Alan Hull songbook, I should say, it's called Some Other Time. I was so stunned by the 12 tracks, the level of writing by Alan Hull and the level of playing and, and singing by Dave and Ian that I sent a copy to uh, Elvis Costello in New York City because I know Elvis a little bit, says the name dropper, thump, but I know Elvis a little bit from my days at Demon Records in 1984, 85, 86, and I knew he, I know for a fact he's an Alan Hull fan. He came back with two thumbs up. I give this Alan Hull songbook two thumbs up. It's produced by my buddy Ian Thompson. The last song of the night before I say my goodbyes is an original of Alan's done by Ian and Dave. It reminds me of, it's sort of Lennon-esque, John Lennon-esque, or Liam Gallagher and Andy Partridge. Man, those kind of guys have to hear this track. It's 
uh, a brand new song. Well, not a brand new song. It's 45 years old, but we've never heard it before. These are my friends doing a tribute to Alan Hull. And the name of the song, get to the point, is Some Other Time. Dave singing, Dave Paul Denham singing. Brilliant. Man, I'm telling you, I think Liam Gallagher would love that. I guess 
uh, his brother Noel might love it. I can, can't imagine Andy Partridge, Andrew Partridge of XTC would dig that. But anyway, ladies and gentlemen, that's my 2016. Uh, Kevin Stokes of Southern Still once again is doing the engineering tonight. Sonia, who we love dearly, I hope she has the most marvelous 2017 that can possibly be had. I want all my listeners to have the most warm and generous Christmas holidays that is possible to have. And I want us all to be happy and prosperous in 2017. I hope we don't lose so many major cultural figures. I hope we don't lose many of our loved ones, but I'm sure we'll lose a few. And uh, I just want to send this one out to all the people that we loved and lost. I, I guess I forgot my friend John Shoning. Well, I didn't forget to him in my heart, but I forgot to mention him in the, in the set. So anyway, there's there's one for John. Ladies and gentlemen, I hear the theme music coming up. That means I've got to go. There must be a limousine waiting for me outside. I love each and all of you. I'll try and, Kevin and I will try and have these more frequently. We're sorry we missed a show. God bless each and every one of you. Have a ho, 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 very Merry Christmas. Have a happy new year. Shecky, get the jet. I'm out of here.